Okay, uh, Tommy Sell, uh, Landrake, uh, you won the title, which obviously you expected to do. Anything less less than that would have been a disappointment, but still, considering the shoulder injury, stuff like that, it's just good to get this one locked up. Yeah, normally, well, to start off with, I thought it was a couple of weekends before um, Turkey and China, so then when it wasn't that weekend, I was like, oh, no, I've got to get through these two races. And then I hurt myself in um, Turkey, and actually quite bad. Like, I couldn't lift my shoulder the first week. Even this time last week, I was thinking, I have no chance. So I got... MRI and stuff MRI and saw the shoulder specialist and they says you've just bruised your shoulder and then so I went back for a couple of days and I called him a couple of days later and says there's no way my shoulder's bruised like I thought that's it career over can't even lift it every time I lift it it just fell back down and then um, then it just started getting better quite quickly um, so I rode a little bit of enduro um, one day this week and then uh, I didn't really know how I was going to fare but it wasn't too bad out there I could get round and um, go a sensible speed the track was pretty easy like it's quite technical but easy in a way where it's not too jolty on your arms you're not hanging off the bike you're just riding the track um but i'm happy to get it done i wanted to get it done the first race because we weren't sure on the weather but overall um i'm really happy the team uh man evo tech and um nige they've done a great job we've had a small team with how it's been this year in the british championship but that we've not had one problem with the bike all season um couldn't have asked for a better group of people around me i'd never worked with them before this season and uh yeah i owe a lot of this whole championship to them really you know sean's bike broke twice in one round um which is you know i'm not silly i know that's the reason why he lost the championship i've been fighting injuries the, the past half the season so i've sort of been doing what i can do to bring it home but um you know i've been in the championship where i've almost won it and i've had bike problems two other times on the 250 and um it's what it is it's injuries it's bike problems it's it's not easy to win a championship you know the British championship with how many GPs we have just being healthy for every round is quite hard how does this one compare to the first one in 2016 obviously this one's come from like a rough old road with switching teams and basically all sorts of drama um, it's quite difficult obviously I love I love to win the British championship it's good you know it's always it's nice um, and then in 2016 it was better because it was quite close with me and Sean I remember the last round I think we ended up one point apart uh, so that was that was a lot better to win it that way more of a fight to the end this one I sort of knew I'd won it unless I really threw it away which I almost did a couple of weeks ago but um, we got through that and uh, I sort of yeah it was just one of those don't do nothing stupid get through the day but obviously it's really nice to win and um, more so for Matt um, and Evotech because they was racing with Stephen Lenoir the year he died they was leading the championship with Stephen and um, it means a lot to them to win this uh, that's enough about the British championship uh, Turkey when you crashed was it like a gnarly crash or did you just fall on the shoulder wrong um, it was quite bad in the end a little crash but just the way I landed was really awkward I, there was a small single into a turn it was warm up um, and I caught the ruts or the ruts the gear shifter must have caught the ruts on the takeoff and as I landed I was in neutral so I went over the front and then sort of flipped and landed on my shoulder just a real awkward crash and as soon as I had done it I, I was just there like I can't lift my arm up sort of thing and then um, the team says oh we'll tape it up give it and then I I just says look there's no point in taping it I can't even lift it up like it's impossible for me to ride the bike and then they yeah so it was just one of those but it's just frustrating i've been in the situation so many times when i've been riding with injuries and i rode with my broken ribs in um check crashed because of that because i couldn't hold on broke my hand 
then I'm trying to come back with that and I just when you're trying to race those tracks at that level and you're not 100% all you end up doing is hurting yourself again which which I've done I've had three injuries um, all, all through trying to race but it's our job to race and people give you a hard time I is injured but you're getting paid to be out there that's what we do and um, sometimes it is hard and then it'd be nice if you could just sit out get one injury sit out come back and then come back and race when you're 100% but it's not how it goes and then it's easy to make other mistakes which I've done and I've gone from a, a crack rib to carry on riding through that to that then that snapped to a broken hand to um, my shoulder but um, it is what it is a year's done now I'm happy enough and yeah that's it maybe this is a stupid question but are you happy with how the whole KRT thing went like obviously your body was screwed the whole time but you did actually have decent results so like you kind of showed what you could do I guess yeah and yeah no not really that's not to be fair the results I got with how I felt were I couldn't believe I'd get in those results because I felt awful yeah I, I um when I was going to those races I couldn't practice in the week I was trying I couldn't even couldn't ride so the actual results I got I couldn't believe when I come from Italy I think and I got sick overall I was just in shock for how did that happen um, I almost think with that bike and how I was because I couldn't go fast and I had to be so smooth because I didn't want to like jar my ribs or jar my hand that it actually everything came quite easy and then it was almost in Turkey I felt a lot more confident I'd done a couple of days practicing and then I sort of overrode the bike in the qualifying race and even and went slower so it's difficult to say it's hard it's one of those things I'd love to get better results but I didn't I was injured and it was what it was and uh, obviously you're not on the nations team but as far as I can make out before this turkey thing happened you would have actually been doing the nations I guess well I was injured and then carrying these little niggles so I I didn't feel really confident to go there and I only wanted to go if I could really show what I can do and and do Britain proud so and then as I started to feel healthier I said to Mark all right I'll race it like I want to race now like I feel good I feel I can do well for the team and um I didn't want to race it for the sake of racing it I just wanted to race it only if I could do well but then I fell on my shoulder and um, I think the team they've got now is good and I hope they have a real real shot at a podium and the uh, last thing obviously we can't say what you're doing next year but can we at least say that like you're not doing the GPs or can we say like can we confirm anything um, at the minute I can't confirm anything but yeah I think that's it for me with GPs um, we'll see I want to do the odd few it depends um how everything falls i may end up doing the full season um with this like it is what it is in discussion at the minute still but um i'm quite happy with where i'm at i've had a long time racing gp since i was 15 with my couple of years in america in between um i won a lot of race on the 250s my 450 career didn't really go as i had expected but um that's life you know i'm not bitter about the sport or gps i i love racing gps um and um, I'd love to do a few more in the future but the position I'm in at the minute I want to take the deal I have on the table I'm happy with, really happy and um, and that's that really yeah, Dylan Walsh, Landrake, obviously you came in with the goal of getting a title, you had 18 points so it was comfortable but not guaranteed and you got it done 1-1, perfect day really Yeah, yeah. we came in uh, I won the last 5 motos so we had 18 point lead but uh qualified first two hole shots and two moto wins couldn't ask for a better day and got the championship did you feel nervous at all like did the nerves start to creep in a bit obviously i guess this is your first professional international championship whatever you want to call it yeah the first moto 
I ripped the whole shot and I was like, oh fuck. Then I got, yeah, I got a bit of nerve then. So I was just rode tight the first moto, but second moto was, yeah, the breeze. Did you jump off a track or something towards the end of the first moto? Because I saw something happen in the distance, and obviously you had a comfortable gap over Alvin, and then he was all over you, so did something happen there? No, I got, yeah, just lepers, lepers. Just got held up, but a uh, second moto, I pr- almost went down lap two and Conrad passed me. So I had to get him back. No, but look, you've had a dominant little streak here. I think, what, six motor wins in a row now? Seven, so, like, yeah. seven, right. Yeah. So, this isn't, like, you never expect to win a championship, but it was quite clear that you were the best guy. So, I guess it feels good to just wrap it up. Yeah, it feels good. I, uh, the start of the season, I just had, yeah, just problems. I wasn't feeling good. Didn't really have the best bike set up, just bad mistakes. But, yeah, the last seven motos I came and uh, I just got good starts, qualified good, and, yeah, just showed that I'm the manager of the championship. What was there a big breakthrough in like testing them before these last seven motos? Did you find something in the middle of the season that t- uh, flipped the switch for you a little bit? Yeah, it was just before Hawkstone, so almost around the Czech GP. So I, I got a real good setting on my bike, and it's, even the GPs have been better since then. Can you say what it was specifically, or are they going to shout at you? No, no, it's literally just suspension setting. I just went a different way, and it worked for me, and I was a whole lot more comfortable, so... And I got to thank my trainer Swanepoel. So I've been uh, as fit as I've ever been. So shout out to him for yeah making me work. Uh, British Championship's great and all that, but the thing we really need to know about is next year. Things things were in the works, and then I don't know what happened to those things. And like, are you sorted? Are you confident you're going to get something? Like, how are we looking at the moment? Yeah, right now I've got zero. So yeah, I'm exploring every option around the world. But no, hopefully this helps me for next year and I've got one more race this week uh, this weekend coming in Essen. So hopefully hopefully I can yeah, do another ride and someone yeah, someone come up with something. Is the nations a bit of a pressure cooker as well then? Like do you feel like teams are gonna be watching you there and that could potentially change your future a little bit? Uh, I don't think they'll yeah, they'll be there's a lot of pressure but I'm leading I'm leading New Zealand so that's a little bit of pressure but I'm just going to go there, ride like I know how to ride, and if I yeah, get a good result, then I've got yeah, something to back myself up with. Uh, let's, let's end on this, actually. Uh, New Zealand team, obviously, like you say, you're the captain. They haven't really lied about that. That's been made quite clear. Uh, we're a far cry from the days of Coppins, Townley, and all of that, but you guys will qualify, right? Like, I feel pretty confident that you'll get through maybe 11th, 12th, 13th, maybe top 10, fitting around there somewhere. Yeah, I... Uh there ain't no Coppins or Townley these days, but I'm trying to take, trying to take their place, you know. But uh, I think we'll be fine. We'll qualify, and just a big, big learning experience for all three of us. But yeah, we should be good. Have the other guys come over and been practicing in Belgium and Holland? That, or are they literally just flying in and flying out? One of them turned up last week, and the other one's turning up this week. So I think one's going to get a culture shock, and one's not. Sean Simpson, Landrake, obviously overall win. That's great, but. Look, from the fences, I guess you call it, this is the way I kind of broke down your day. First moto, obviously, better result. I feel like your bike setup maybe held you back a little bit. Second moto, I felt like I could see a visible difference, but obviously you crashed or whatever. But even though the results were kind of the opposite way round, I feel like the second moto was actually miles better than the first. Am I right, or close at least? There, There's one thing for sure. You're definitely getting good at this. <laughs> um, that's pretty much exactly how my day went. Um first race i just struggled a little bit we've been doing a lot of testing for assen in the sand uh, kind of maybe neglected some hard pack riding for this week 
you know, I knew I was in good enough shape to be able to come and you know probably take the win here. Tommy wasn't on top form, and you know I feel like I should have the the beatings of of the other guys. But um, you know they were riding good today. The track was reasonably one lined after the rain, although it was you know dried out really good. Uh, first race just struggled a little bit with a few things, and and Harry pushed me right to the last lap. Second race, as you say, we tweaked a few things on the bike and just really sort of dialed it in a bit better. Um, lost the front end on the tabletop just before the finish and went off track, hit a fence and sort of, you know, took it out. It was actually really soft. You know, the fence just folded and I went straight through it. So it was it was actually quite lucky. Um, the other riders didn't even know that I'd went missing. I think Elliot passed Harry and was like, whoa, Sean's gone. But, you know, I was, I was quite far behind at that point. So I think I got back in around eighth and then come back to finish third. But I could see that Harry hadn't passed Elliot. So therefore, you know, even though I'm riding around a track 30 minutes plus two, I can still do the mathematics in my head to see that I was going to take the overall win. So that was enough to do the job. Uh, problems in the first moto, are they kind of consistent with what you've been dealing with in Turkey, Sweden and these other hard pack tracks? Um, yes and no. Um, we've actually tried a different engine character and stuff for the sand for, for Asa next week. So we've been working really hard to try and get that good. And in the sand, you need a lot of, you know, a lot of power, um, a lot of usable power. But here for this weekend, it was just a little bit tricky to get power on the ground. There was a lot of, a lot of slick spots, um, struggling for a little bit of front and rear wheel grip but not really sure why. Um, so we just try to tame the power a little bit for the second one, try and get a little bit more bottom end. And uh, yeah, the, the changes we made worked. But, you know, as I say, it's always easy now coming at the end of the day to know how the setup should have been at the start of the day. I feel like we're kind of neglecting the fact that you lost the championship today, obviously. We kind of knew it was going that way. Uh, are you gutted or is it easier to take knowing that it was kind of not your fault? I don't know if we can say that. But even Tommy said that he knows that Desert Martin kind of helped him do this. Yeah, I'll be totally honest. When I drove out of Desert Martin after the double DNF we had there, yeah, I was devastated then. Um, but deep down, I knew that was the championship over. You know, to come back 50 points down, uh, it was even 55, I think it was, um, after Desert Martin, uh, broken hand at the round before, it, it just it was going to be tough to uh, you know tough mountain to climb. You know, Tommy had a small injury, nothing that was going to sort of hold him back from coming this weekend and getting the job done. So. You know, I've said it before, you know, I just wanted to come to Hoxton, Fox Hills and here and get the three wins and, and that's what I've done. I would have liked to have went 1-1 today, of course I would have, but, um, you know, I'll not lose, lose sleep over that. Um, but yeah, I, I can't say, you know, even after the first race today, I was kind of like, well, oh yeah, I've just lost the championship. You know, I kind of forgot because that was already pretty much, it wasn't like something I was thinking, oh, well, maybe we could still win it. It, it was It was pretty much a done deal for me. Did having the 85s, uh, 65s, 125s, whatever here change the track a bit? Like, were some of the t- uh, lines in the corners a bit tighter and just a bit shit for you? Or, seeing as you went out first this morning, did that kind of help you guys dictate the way the track was going to shape up? I would honestly say the way the track shaped up today, there's no way to tell that there were schoolboys on the track. Um, even yesterday, after after last night, they ploughed the track completely, ripped it all up, rotated it in. Should have maybe sealed it a little bit more. Um, it was really, really wet this morning. We went out first. Um, it was real quite early. I think it was like quarter to nine. We were out on track. It was it was pretty pretty technical in practice, pretty power sapping. But you know, by the time the races came, I'd say the lines were formed pretty pretty nice. Um, you know, the only negative point was that there was one fast way around it. It was reasonably hard to pass, but you know, considering the rain we had last night, I think the club, you know, the landowner, the farmer, whoever it is that preps the track here, knows what he's doing, and and he was pretty confident that he'd done the right job. And I'd say. Hats off to him, it was track was ace. Uh, right, Motocross of Nations, obviously lots of sand testing going on. Are you happy, or at least would you say you're getting there now? 
Yeah, I'm, I'm getting there. It's uh, it's a slow process, but I think you know we've been working hard and we've you know we've tried a few things that haven't worked, and I think at that point then you think well. You know, you know the things you don't have to try again, or, or you can can only try the things that maybe you didn't think would work, and, and you might be getting closer. So we've got another week, another couple of days of testing, um, and you know I'm pretty confident that going into this weekend, Aston, that we'll have a package that I can ride, ride and feel comfortable with. And you know, if I'm not feeling a hundred percent comfortable, then you know the crowd, the event, you know, sort of atmosphere that'll take over, and I'm sure I'll be able to, to bust out a couple of solid results. It's funny, uh, the one thing that's kind of come from the interviews we've done recently, the Nations announcement, everyone's saying that they're surprised uh, Nathan's gone in MXGP and you've gone in Open. Was that ever discussed, like, obviously you were Open to begin with, but was it discussed moving you once Nathan came into the team? Um, not exactly. Um, you know, it didn't really matter to me, to be honest. Um, I'd say, if anything, Nathan's going to have to, to work his intensity. You know, there's, there's no question about his speed and fitness, but the intensity might be lacking. Um, and if he can really pull out all the stops in, in his first moto, um, that gives him a little bit more time to recover between races and go again for the second one. You know, I'm quite happy to do two races back-to-back. Um, I think we are already underway with a bit of planning with, you know, the number nine stuff and all the rest of it, so... You know, to me, it doesn't really matter. You know, if I'm an MX, MX1 or MX Open, I, I don't really think... You know, a lot of people start getting technical about it. I remember when Steve Dixon was the team manager, he said, I'm going to have to go away. He went away with a note, notepad and, and paper and, and made a load of calculations. I don't know what the heck he was doing, but there was obviously something he thought that might have helped. But, you know, personally, MX Open for me is fine. Uh, last thing, because this is interesting. Obviously, this is your first race since you announced that you're doing your own team. Are you kind of getting lots of fans, industry people come up to you and say that it's amazing what you're doing? Like have already like you're only in the planning process but have you already sent kind of shockwaves through the, in- through the industry a little bit yeah it's it's been really surprising this weekend the amount of people that's came up to me shook my hand and said yeah like really pumped i'm pumped for you you know i think it could be good and you know it, it's easy looking in from the outside that i might have everything dialed in but you know I, I absolutely don't you know i've got good support from from a lot of you know personal sponsors ktm um you know and and those guys really have my back as i said in in our previous interview but you know there's still a lot a lot to do and uh, you know I'm, I'm really focused on this weekend and Assen after then I need to get my, my notepad and paper out and, and really start you know charging on with trying to get some support and, and really get some money back and so I can you know make it to the races but it's uh, it has been impressive how many people know about it and think it's a cool idea so I just hope that we can uh, pull it off Okay, Conrad Muse, Landry. Uh, obviously, it's been a while. Almost, you've effectively had a year off, I guess, as far as seasons go. So to come out, run like the speed of the winners, speed of the champion, kind of showed it with a couple more weeks, months, she'll be right there. Like, I feel like this whole thing was just positive, basically. Yeah, no, it was. Um, I'm very happy about the weekend. You know, if you like, I said, if you would have told us a week ago that we're even going to be back on the bike now, um, I wouldn't have believed you. So. I've rode a handful of times up until here and, and not one's been a 30-minute moto. So to come here today and do two and go 3-3, uh, three, three, I'm, I'm over the moon with that. So, um, yeah, like I said, we've, we're, we're at, what, 50 60% at the minute. You know, I rode five times in six months. It was a long time out. Um, and this is where we are now, still on the podium in second place at a British Championship. So I couldn't be any happier with that at the minute. And, um, yeah, hopefully we can only progress on from here. What was like the point in coming here? Obviously, it would have been easy enough to just sit at home and continue practicing. But was it important to kind of come here and just get that first one out of the way? Like, I guess this will make the beginning of next year a bit easier. Yeah, I mean, I didn't want to go to the to, to next year um, with no races under my belt. You know, I've missed nearly all year this year. So 
and if I was not to do this weekend then like you said it would it would have been almost a year out of the out of racing so um yeah I, I come here I felt it was important to do it um and I'm glad I have come here now to see where I'm at and things like that so yeah I'm more than happy of how it goes and um yeah we go from here now how did this all work out then because like what Lommel time I heard that the wrist hand was like fucked basically it was going to be a long time and then next thing I know you're back on a bike so did you get good news or did things go faster than expected or no I mean we just kind of got on of it really um they said when I went in uh for the surgery they said um you're not going to be able to get back on a bike for at least nine months and that would have put us to March next year um February March next year so I mean we've just got on with it we've got our head down with physio and things like that my my wrist is nowhere near good now it's not it's not good that's for sure I, I certainly haven't got two good wrists um I've got no movement um but yeah we're just we're getting through it and I've got um I've got two new all sports dynamic wrist braces which they're really helping me ride I wouldn't be able to ride without them at the minute so we're getting on with it and it's nice to be back at a race I was in a lot of pain today that was probably one of the toughest races I've ever had out there I'm about to go through some serious pain um but yeah like I said we got on with it and um and here we are now stood second on the box so I couldn't be happier and uh and yeah we're where we are now is that movement in your wrist going to come back gradually or is it this it now like you've, that's what you've got to deal with and push on um I mean the surgeon said I'm, I'm for sure never going to get the same wrist as what I have on my left hand um but I mean I've got to go back I think in a week's time and have another op to add the screw out so we're not quite finished yet um we'll go back get that screw out and then hopefully what I'm hoping is when I get that screw out I'll be able to get more movement at the minute because at the minute that's what I'm struggling with is the screw in my scaphoid um, that needs to come out. So once that's out, I think we we should be good to go, and we should we should be good to push physio, push riding, push training. Because um, up until now, for the last six months, we've only been able to do so, so much. Um, it's only been the last week or two where I've actually been able to to kind of well, I'm not even lifting the same weight in my right hand as what I am in my left hand. So we are struggling a little bit with what we can do. Um, but we came here and made the most out of it, and that's all that matters. There's nothing that's going to stop you getting in like a full off season and doing everything you need to do, though, right? No, no, I'll have a solid off-season this year. Um, like I said, for the last few weeks, I've managed to train really, really hard up until this race. Um, and I felt physically we were in a good condition. Like, the fading out there was nothing to do with my physical state. Uh, it was purely because I was struggling to hold on. Like I said, before I came here, I'd not done one 30-minute moto. So to come here today to do a qualifying and then two 30s, it was, uh, it was very tough on my wrist. But we got through it. And, yeah, like I said, we're going to have a solid off-season, that's for sure. That's no, We're not going to... This is the wrist is done now. That's in the past. No more excuses, and we get on with it. And uh, last thing, in a weirder way, was this time off almost good for you? Like, was it a bit of a refresh and kind of just a good way to refocus your mind a little bit? Um, I mean, time off the bike is good. Maybe not that long, but um, yeah, time off the bike certainly is good. I managed to get myself to a few GPs, watch the races from the other side, um, from the other side of the fence, and and it was important. I think um, you see a lot of things that you don't see when you're riding around, and and you see when I went and watched the race I managed to see what the race was like at the front and I haven't seen that for a while so it was quite interesting it was um but yeah like I said I think for me this is the the, the injury obviously wasn't good but we've we've gained a lot of positives out of it we've turned a lot of corners um and I think that's the most important thing so I'm just excited to see what this holds especially after like I said six months off the bike and rode five times and we're here already so I'm excited to have a really good off-season um, and then come into next year with a really good head and in a great physical state. It's going to be one of those weird things anyway where like every MX2 rider went into this year thinking, well, Prado's like hard to beat. Everyone going into next year, it could be anyone's. Like, What's different between you and Olsen, you and Fial? Like, 
who knows what's going to happen so that's a different way of going into the season yeah definitely next year is going to be very interesting um, I know we say this every year but I think you, you know who's going to be up there but I think anyone in the top 10 is going to get a race win um, and, and I think it's going to be a great season it's going to be the the, the guy that works the hardest the guy who wants it the most and that's the guy that's going to come out on top so hopefully like I said we can put uh, we can put a really solid off season together and um, and we can fight at the front next year because I mean that's that's been my goal for years you know is to get podiums and GPs so I mean just because we've had this little setback I ain't done yet so I'm looking forward to coming back and um, I'm putting on a strong performance next year